Hey, comedian Adam Newman here, letting you know about Pussy Boys, a brand new podcast I co-host with my funny friends where real men talk about their love of cats. So tune into Pussy Boys on the Seltzer Kings Network and like, listen, subscribe, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. That's Pussy Boys, all Zs. Trust me, you don't want to go where the S's take you. It's gross. It was April, and my TV brother and I ventured into the basement to knock the dust off of some of our old comics. Little did we know the treasures we'd discover. So settle in for another journey into the psyche of two infinite children. We're so glad you're here to partake. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Adventures of Danny and Mike, the podcast. Episode 24 of the Adventures of Danny and Mike. To my right, Mr. Daniel, or Danny Tamborelli. Yes. And to his right, Mr. Michael C. Morona, who's tickling Dan, making him jump. That was not a tickle. That was a pinch. And I'm producer Jeremy. uh, And there's there's not even any photographs going on. I didn't notice I didn't pinch you at all during this photograph. (laughs) Wait, you... It was one of our few... You... I don't understand what's going on. He pinches me when we take photographs. Oh, right, together. to to get a to, to a get reaction. me to m- make a stupid face on a d- picture for other people. Whatever you have, right. to, whatever you have to tell yourself. Well, I mean, that's what it is. What else is it? Why else would you do it? Do you do it because you like to pinch me? I think Just it's probably an, an easy, uneasy way of like breaking uh, silences or uh, awkward moments, right? There's nothing awkward about someone saying, hey, do you want to take a picture? And we say, okay. And then we take the picture well, and then I get pinch pinched <laughs> and I wince. What? Well, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it, someone it, you've never met before. It is There's nothing comedy, awkward about that. And it is comedy. It, yes, it might be funny. That's probably what it is. But it has nothing he to do with breaking silence. Well, he's I'm my, looking forward, my fake TV older brother. I'm I guess looking I'm forward to, to doing some conventions with you this year. So let's get on that. Oh, God. Yes, we should get on that. That'll be fun. That's so I can get pinched more. I just, Sounds like a, he's like the bruising. I can't take it. Yeah, my flanks. Mm, my <laughs> flanks are so tender. I'm getting flanks. I'm getting the uh, the side flanks. You get side flanks. Yeah, front uh, flanks. You get uh, just get some amoxicillin. That'll take care of that right away. Kills it. <laughs> Wait, is that a brand you hate amoxicillin? Because that's just a generic. I think it's just a antibiotic. Generic. Yeah, it's just a generic antibiotic. Maybe it's clindamycin. Maybe do you not like clindamycin? I don't care about either of them. Maybe they've been overprescribed at this point. I I don't have enough information Hmm. to have it. I wish you would have brought it to the podcast. Zithromax is the other one. Oh God, Z-Pack. Would you just stop? Well, you don't have a stockpile of antibiotics like I do. No, I'm not a prepper. (laughs) (laughs) One backpack full of antibiotics. Oh man, we. I was in Europe for six weeks. Keep that Z-Pack in your bag just in case, because you don't know what those people are doing. What if I got sick in Czech Republic? I don't know how their doctors. Then you go to the hospital like anybody else. Uh, They have those there. I got sick in Japan. I went to the hospital in Japan. Exactly. We know this. I got ill actually every time I went to Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I've only stayed in the airport and never went anywhere else in Japan. It's awesome. No, I mean you. you. No, you just got to get over it, and then you have a great time each time. I went from like multiple, you know, 
you just get you just get sick and then and then you get over it and you're all right. I got the uh, shit. In the meantime, they have the the toilets. What's like, the equivalent of Montezuma's Revenge in Japan? What is there? Yeah, let's not let's not start. <laughs> um, the, in the meantime, the toilets plug in. They they're heated. The seats are heated. Ooh. They have the bidet, robotic bidet. Like but I do told they have you, the squatty like potty I, that comes up. Like I told you, Uncle Pat, Uncle Pat pranked me the first time we went to Japan. This when we went to Japan at the YMCA, he was like, "Hey, Mike, come over here," and he squirted me oh. with the toilet <laughs> with the toilet bidet. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're way ahead over there with toilets and you know we've started doing that stuff over here finally no, we still use a lot of paper <laughs> paper towel tank tops no, no, the no, dan no, tamborelli no no no, no 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 you don't wipe with paper towels toilet paper unless you have nothing left toilet paper tank i guess top. we that's need you that's you in an oh, august well, like the toilet end of, paper tank the end top of summer never school. work well don't. well we need to revise <laughs> you have the, to use the perfect those like the really expensive charmin yeah, the quilt with the quilt <laughs> we need to revise the design of the channels. tank top to go clear down so that's like a diaper tank top all in one sort of like an old school swimming oh, suit for men no the God. super v-neck like the super v, the plunging v <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of the, a plunging v to my d yeah, okay. it's kind of the, the muscle shirt. What? I just wanted to rhyme, man. What's wrong with that? Well, nice work. You did it. I hope you had a good time. Plunging V to my D. America suffered because of it. I don't think America's listening. We mostly big in Sweden. You're big in Japan. Ah, uh, big in Japan. Who sang it? Tom Waits. Yes. Good work. Also, but, also for Jeremy, me. did you know that? No. Uh, no, I didn't. I'm not a big Tom Waits guy. Get, uh, out. get I, out of your own apartment if uh, you're not I can't. Tom Waits guy. We'll record the rest of the thing. You go. I can't believe you said that. Yeah. But Which, the, the only way I know the big in Japan phrase is Dave Hill did a show, uh, a live show. That's how I knew Dave Hill, and it was amazing. About, you know, he's a really, uh, his band was really big in, in Japan, and it was no, they were playing crappy gigs here in the States, but then you need to go to Japan. Yeah, like they, like they played with Jounce like a couple months ago. At Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah, I mean that's how like I would characterize. That's how I would say crappy. <laughs> that's how I would say crappy. Oh, so this was ten years ago. There's a hundred people in a what? How many person venue? Six hundred. So it, it felt kind of empty. Yeah. You think I could have brought the noise if I had? Uh... I mean, we've been trying to advertise Thunder Thunder at all of the jam shows, but no, they never on. show up. You never show up. One so of but, these days, you're going to hear the intro for. Thunder I just want at one Garth point Brooks to just have both gonna... of you. At a jound show, so you can do it. Because I always ask both of you to come, and you never come at the same time. That sounded really bad, but I didn't mean. And it which way. is true, though. Still true. Both in both ways. Well, I don't know. I guess we never really tried. Yeah, we don't coordinate. Never tried either way. Yeah, to be honest. Well, that's probably good. Well, Thunder Thunder uh, again. We I've said this in the last one, but we're stuck on the. Uh, on the artwork, the concept. The album cover. He wants uh, lots of, like, horses, you know, like... Uh, I want a single release by the end of the summer. Can we do that? Can you guys do that? Yeah. I don't know if we're, like, single-type... I'll produce it. A single-type band, you know? I think, I think we're well, like, like an EP. EP. So then EP. EP. That's fine. Three-song EP, you know? That's great. That's great. I'll, so I'll split, handle the artwork. You guys EP. just handle the, uh, the content. I want content. Well, if you're handling the artwork, that does change things. I a think bit. we actually hit peak content earlier this year, so we're on the downside of content. Mm. Well, then we should go through the archives and find that good content. Yeah, okay, that's a good idea. Out. That's a good idea. We'll pull it out and we'll do that. We'll take, For the listeners, we're gonna I'm going to make this happen. I'm we're going to take old Elliot Smith Thunder. songs and re-record them. <laughs> <laughs> plan backwards and I, cut our own lyrics. This is this was my plan anyway. This was just my retirement plan. Speaking of it, no. Um, we do have we do have recorded yeah somewhere some some thunder thunder outtakes 
of Mike playing or I playing the guitar and Mike and I singing. But uh, I'd have to dig deep for that. I don't even know when we did that. You're a deep digger. Well, it's true. Maybe you're right. Speaking of deep digging, uh, how, how deep is your dig? You did some deep digging. How deep digging. is your dig? You, how deep is your dig? How deep? Dig how deep is dig? your dig? <laughs> you already know when I'm gonna. Strike. No, but you no. dig. You did some deep digging in your family's basement, right? Yeah, Dan found some good comics. Some good I, comic I found books. some good comics from Uncle Pat. Both, both basement so, action, or maybe in his case, garage. Right. No, they were definitely basement. Dan yeah. uh, went in his basement too, sure. and found the uh, the big crate that his family moved. You know. Came to Ellis Island in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they didn't come in a crate, they man. Smug, but they That's, smuggled extra. They, they smuggled my, gra- my great grandmother. They smuggled through. <laughs> you know, How many is it? Two. It's three. It's two is okay. Two. It's two. A tree is, is no many. good. Too many. Good. Mozzarella. Um, hey, 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 hey. You can't be doing hey, that. You can't Why? say that. Mike you know, and I can do it because those are our names for each other. Yeah. You don't get to say that. Okay? I have a little those mozzarella. Those are our names for ourselves. You have ourselves. a little mozzarella in you? How yeah. much Italian do you have in you? No, Jeremy? I mean, literally, I've eaten mozzarella in the last 24 hours. <laughs> it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> mozzarella. make it um, Dan, you, got re- you were recently upset because of the Arby's commercial where they say... Uh, Oh, I hated that commercial. There's like a Giuseppe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's the, uh, the Arby's makes an Italian sub. Arby's, and it's like move over Giuseppe or whatever he says. It's like that is such a uh, a, a racial slur towards Italians, and I don't find it well you're amusing gonna... or funny. And I think that uh, if you change that to any other, other nationalities, yeah. people would consider it yeah. vulgar but it's okay because it's an italian sandwich with you know italian delicious meats and cheeses on it well that's what that's from what happens fucking arby's oh then they're like oh, oh hey right. it's like no I you forgot. know what if i ate if i ate an italian sub from arby's my dead relatives would, would come rise back and up haunt me yes from just the, like if I ate an Olive Garden they would, they would in rise, any way, shape, or form. His, yeah. his dead Italian relatives would rise up from the crime scenes that they died I'm, at and come back and kill him. I'm not even shitting you. I was or Jersey. Mike. I was dating a girl in Virginia, and we were down there, and her mom took us to Olive Garden, and I didn't want to do it, but I couldn't just say no. And when we left the building, I, I'm not even kidding. I think one of my relatives punched me in the stomach because I puked. I puked up. All of the food that I had eaten, including the endless and I, breadsticks, and it's like I walked out of the place, including and I got the to unlimited breadsticks, and I salad. puked right next to my fucking car. And I swear that was my relatives being like, "You stupid, stupid Italian son, son of, of a bitch." Yeah, but but maybe it was just the breadsticks, or maybe I was nervous. <laughs> it was that the first time you met her, the mom. <laughs> it wasn't oddly enough it was also maybe, an all yeah. trip uh, yeah it was it was the first and last time I met her right oh boy <laughs> not true yeah anywho I don't but know that's what you get that's what you get for eating shitty fake Italian food if you're Italian is you get you get something bad happens from your relatives wow. I know people that think of that as a real Italian it's pretty uh, you know when you're not um, like the macaroni a, grill uh, yeah no, won't eat that either why not any of those places why, why, why wouldn't you eat the mac how about Pizzeria I, Uno Pizzeria Uno outside, is, is, outside it's, of it's Chicago. Out, yeah, outside no, of Chicago. Not outside of Chicago. How about at, how about in Chicago? Maybe once, just to check. It <laughs> yeah, out. but if you're in Chicago, why would you? You know what I mean? Right. Well, we figured that out already. I don't. We did a whole 
a podcast about that, Jeremy. I don't know if you remember. Uh, it was I, my you may have days. been cut in the face when we did the podcast, Jeremy. I uh, know. I remember <laughs> we were wrestling for That's a right. dodgeball. <laughs> Mike you, cut me. You may this. have been bleeding. <laughs> Mike had fingernails like a child. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the edge of the dodgeball box. Yeah, it was the edge of the box. Mm. Um, you remember? Oh, well, I always got to stay away from the edge of the box, Jeremy. Yeah, it's not a problem. Um, <laughs> it's like very Ian McKay. But uh, we're talking about digging deep. Comic books brought a bunch. What a bunch of Basement, weird ones. Basements, molds, number uh, one, flooding, flooding. My my uh, my grandma's house is definitely prone to flooding. Yeah, we had a we had a flood but, once, and it it didn't didn't affect the the value box. of the, the steam the, the, steamer trunk. <laughs> the, that trunk literally has got to be a hundred and thirty years amazing. old, hundred and twenty five years old, and it's still intact, and it's been carrying. I would say maybe 700 to 1,000 comic books in it. But it doesn't move. I mean, it just stays in your basement at this point? Yeah, it yeah. stayed in the basement for a while, and the basement flooded, and then it didn't it, it, it didn't it penetrate. It floated. It floated somehow. No, it didn't really penetrate because it's, like it's, it's got a feet, and it probably has like another like two or three inches uh, before like the actual mm, bottom right. is there. So nothing in there got ruined, but I mean, they're all my father's comics, and they're from like 1962 onwards to like the you know early mid 70s. How does, and uh, I have a bunch he, of them from like the mid 70s through the mid 80s. How does he feel about that? About what keeping them? Yeah, he's wanted to have them forever. So you gotta organize them then right i yeah. know i did dude i bagged and boarded them when i was like 14 years no, old i remember but that that's a long time ago now I know. soldier that was 20 years i know and how about just like ordering them and putting them in long boxes or something like that? i know i need well i don't have them in long boxes i have them now in rubbermaid containers like the big the big like heavy duty rubbermaid containers yeah. and they're up i know they there's should no, be in yeah, the there's boxes no corners. there's no corner that's why i have them in the middle like that so there's yeah. they're not touching anything just go buy some boxes they're cheap yeah okay sure? maybe i'll buy some boxes see my dad uh had the excuse where he's like oh my, uh, you know i put them all in my attic and then his mom my grandmother uh, had uh, some bats release some bats up there. Right. And he always said that, oh, there was some, you know, amazing number ones. And, but I think I feel like that's a, a common uh, <laughs> excuse. Yeah. No, my father told me that he had my a Matisse. grandmother. He had a Matisse in the attic, actually. My, right. Original he Matisse. He had an Action Comics number one that he spent like, you know, 20 or $30 on in like 63, 64, something like that. Wow. And he left it out. And my grandmother came in and saw that his room was a mess and was mad at him and took everything and threw it out. And, you know, so he blames. What's that worth today? He blames think? her. I'm, it's, worth, several. it's worth several hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, but I don't believe it. I, I feel like that was more of a, a ploy for me to clean up my room that day in particular. Oh, the fake, the fake story that never. Yeah, it's like, happens. hey, you know, you know, you want me to do that? You want me to come in here and, you know, you better uh, clean up all your stuff because yeah. I don't want to come in here and do what Grandma did to you. And he, like, you know, I don't know what happened. He may to have my, looked. He may have looked at I, my number one. I don't know what Shadow happened Hawk to my Starheart, my Star Wars, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, Luke and Leia and Han. I don't, I don't remember what happened to that shit. I had a whole bunch of figures that I, and when I was <clears throat> maybe seventh grade and decided that I was too cool for. 
action figures. I had all these Marvel action figures and like Spawn stuff. I had all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we decided that in in just to show that we were adults now and not kids playing with toys, we used to play figure baseball where we took a oh. bat and we oh, used you to guys toss. Are, you guys are awful. We used people. to toss the action figures and we'd we'd hit it and see how many pieces we could break them into. And whoever was able to like you just dislodge the you head, just ha- you the just, arms, the legs, they were you points. Get a point. You just have yeah. our member you just have to our listenership. What do you mean? For the, I mean, for the what listener, is that? Does for the listener, I'm frantically, I'm frantically doing the cut motion across my throat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, well, I got nothing to hide, man. I, it I'm happens. saying that's just embarrassing, though. It's embarrassing. It is I, because it feels yeah, like it's a little bit of like pretension in the fact that I'm breaking toys, I guess. But I, whatever. At the time, I thought I was being pretty punk rock, to be honest. It's like there comes a know, time it's when like, it's just fuck stuff. this. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. I don't care about it. Yeah, I reject GI it. GI Joe's breaking were the best though because they really you could. As really... I said, I twisted out uh, Snake Eyes something awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there comes a time when it's like just becomes stuff sitting around. Although you know, like I know people who collected all their lives, but I, I hit a wall at some point and was like, what, the, what am I doing with all this stuff sitting around? Although I did keep all my comics. I'm going to rent it as a prop guy. That's true. <laughs> I wasn't at that point. He's kept every wallet he's ever had. <laughs> a drinking glass. I have a whole closet full. No. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just becomes stuff on top of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. Where, I'm sorry where that your, I brought it down, Where are guys? your comic books, Jeremy? Um, actually, next time I go to Ohio, I have to get them out of my... Uh, my, my mom's been holding them for me in a uh, Jeremy closet, we call. Uh, Crap. Well, nobody's called it that, but it's all of my like high school... <laughs> CDs and uh, oh lord yeah, yeah I got a lot of shit like that in the yeah. basement too there's a lot of you know all my yearbooks and I have two or three crates I have shit tons of baseball cards that was my thing more than comics but but I have two or three uh, milk crates full of comics bagged and boarded I think Punisher number one in there like like my friend Daniel let's get, let's get them together you have a, you have the first appearance of Punisher it's either the first or the first in something I, I, I can't remember let's get them together let's yeah. fuse them let's see what's happening uh, Me with my glow in the dark. Oh, I won't say. Ooh. Is that foreshadow? It's a little. Jeremy, Michael's showing foreshadow. Uh, I can't do it. I mean, you guys have known each other long enough. You probably should have seen that already. <laughs> Accurate. <clears throat> We've only seen Michael Stipes because yeah. he changed in front of us. Us or just Mike? Just you, Mike. You're just adding yourself to the yeah, to I'm the just story. Myself He's remembering. <laughs> if you tell a story enough times, you no, can imagine yourself. That's true. It. Mike's like, remember I that time actually... I was buried in the ground for Pete and Pete? Yeah. <laughs> I was like what? Uh... And I was wearing a plaid shirt. <laughs> Weird and, bo- and boots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> steel toe boots. Oh boy. You know, you should never trust a kid wearing steel toe boots. That's what I learned, or that's what other people. Let's get it. Let's get an epitaph going. <laughs> Let's take a collection up for your headstone. You should never trust a kid wearing steel <laughs> I, No, I should have never trusted, yeah. I should have never trusted. No, no, but then we won't know who to bury with that. Yeah. If with him, we definitely know. It's me. Know who, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's me. It's my, I'm, I'm the it's one you, dead. No, yeah, no, you're the yeah, epitaph. Yeah, yeah, no, it's no, your it's epitaph. my epitaph. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I Jer- get it, guys. Jeremy's off. We started talking about mortality and we've, we've gone back Morbidity. to Morbidity. Morbid mortality. That's I, I, I said morality it. because of my, my recent uh, brain loss. Don't worry about it. It's just, it'll come back. More ginkgo biloba. It'll take care of all that. Work on what? 
Kinko Biloba. Oh, I'm going to just do some crossword puzzles. <laughs> Sharpen up the old <laughs> noodle. The old mind. The old noodle. Mm, I don't use Ginkgo yeah. Biloba. I just use Yerba Mate. I just uh, New, York, New York Times back page. Um, <laughs> there, there's not, a lot of I've, shit. I brought Manbat number one here. That, yeah, which was nobody increasing the value of the apartment by how much? A uh, dollar seventy-five, and there's a fifteen-cent comic, so. That's a pretty good return on your investment. Everybody's got a, say. Everyone's got a lot of shit in their parents' basements. It's time to admit it. Yeah. We and do. if your parents don't move, you don't have to move the shit out. That's kind of clutch, move, actually. That's when you have to deal with your demons of yeah. stuff. Or when you move. Or when you move. It, I mean, it I, might be time to consult that shit. You know, I just moved and I didn't have to look at any of it. It's still. Why didn't you take CDs? Why didn't you take any of it into your new? Why didn't you take any of it into your new apartment? Because I don't have enough space for that. But my parents have a lovely garage that can fit plenty of stuff. How much? I've seen the garage. It's packed to the gills. How much of that stuff (laughs) in the garage is yours? Uh, You know, it's on the right when you walk in, right? You lift that door because that's mm -hmm. where we got that amp from that one time we had to use. Correct. I have a bunch of. God, I have. Uh, I mean, is the majority of one of a one car garage? You would say that's the estimation. It's no, no, no. It's not that much. I would say of a two car garage, I take up about one sixth of the garage. Oh, it's not as much as I thought it was. Yeah, it's not be. that much. It's just big stuff. Like I have amplifiers that I don't use, and and road cases that I don't use, and a couple keyboards. That you know, when I'm a, an adult with my own house and I have a little, uh, uh, my own little studio. When is I that? When that is that going to happen? When are you you're 34. You're 34 years old. I know. Well, you know, 40s looking good. Well, this is the problem that living in the city, you just can't have that sort of life. Well, I, I, maybe if you go out in the suburbs, That's but true. not not. I mean, if you're going to do that in Brooklyn, you got to. You got to get a loft space. All right, we're going to have to get and some I'm more. I'm not listeners. moving to Brown, and I'm not moving to Brownsville. Or Soho. Well, so it's too expensive. At least Brownsville, you, you can, can probably find, get a lot of You can find deals. Cheap. I bet you could find an old person in Soho that you could marry and stay on their... Uh, Veranda? You could, no, you could marry them and then stay on their rent control after after they oh. pass away. After they mysteriously pass away? <laughs> no, not, not mysteriously. No, I'm not going to Mike, them. are you saying you could... <laughs> not mysteriously. It's an old person. That's why they would be appealing because their rent would be still be... There would be an old hippie whose rent was right. still like $700. But this is there's a lot of legwork involved in this theory. Why? Well, you have to befriend them. You have to convince them that they're, you're trustworthy enough to take over this uh, basically golden ticket. I which, think you just have to woo them, and that's it. Well, I'm saying that takes that takes work. Hey, uh, I was born with a tumor in my head. <laughs> Let's have sex. Oh, boy. God, if I had a dollar, I w- <laughs> I'd have one dollar. That worked once. Anyhow. Anywho, like, like how I just beat Jeremy again in FIFA. I know, I can't. Your defense is is pretty stout. You know what? what, what I can't like Drew. I can't get the ball down the down the field, so it's 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 hard to score. Actually, this this time we played, it seems a little more difficult. Maybe you've been practicing. I haven't been, but yes, you beat me. Who cares? Let's move on. Gosh. <laughs> but dig you wouldn't in, play dig, me in hockey. Dig, well, digging in the basement, you would find um, the old knock hockey board. Knock hockey board being so much fun, and I I can't believe there weren't more chipped teeth in my family over the years. 
Well, is you from knock hockey? Yeah, you didn't have a knock hockey board? Is that I, the bubble? No, everybody no. had a knock hockey board. It was like the size of this, uh, for the listener, I'm, I'm pointing at his coffee table. It's like the size of this coffee table. It's got a, like a little high lip on it and two tiny hockey sticks. That's carom, right? Carom board? Or is that different? And there's a goal, and right in front of the goal is a little like square... Is a little square wooden block, so you can't shoot it right in. You have to you have to well, angle it in. You have to angle it in off the boards. Yeah, you never played knock hockey. Never heard of such a it's thing. Not matter with you people, Jeremy. No, look it I've up right now. No, I have heard of knock hockey. Jeremy, look it up right now with you with your image search, and there it is. So yeah, it's a similar to carom to a carom board. That's spelled in okay. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty. That's kind of fun. Oh, Looking. classic! Oh, and that's you just, just bounce. You're saying that sometimes they would they would pop up and you get caught in the face. Yeah, and so I just too. yeah, but ah. I never. But I there were never really any injuries from that, even though we did play it with some gusto back in the day. And you flick the sticks. Is that what's going on? Uh, basically, like you would start like one, two, three, and then if it was in your zone, you could shoot for it. Otherwise, you had to reach. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I've been thinking about getting a, uh, a pinball machine in here. Maybe I'll just get some knock hockey. Mm, no, I think you should go with the pinball Get a pinball machine. machine. Yeah, we like that. You know what? A street I'll, make you, uh, I'll make you a set of keys yeah, I'll get, so you yeah. can come over here and play pinball. If you, get a Street Fighter <laughs> machine, if you get a Street Fighter 2 machine, I'll teach you how to shadow throw. I, I found a Simpsons one, but that shit's like $2,000. I don't think I can wow. swing that. But I found cheap ones here and there. Four, I love that. That Simpsons game was the best. It's, it's I think... Uh, yeah. If you can find the Ninja Turtles one, hey, that's look, the, look that's up how much a Street Fighter one. Look how much uh look up uh Street Fighter 2 machine how much that is please uh, Jeremy. Yeah, well, this is turned into it's, just speaking me, of fantasy. No, no, it's speaking of fantasy basement things that you won't find. Actually, you know where I, I found them before was the uh Craigslist. I don't know if you've heard of it. What's Craigslist? Uh, what is a list? Uh he's a guy named Craig. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could find them around. They're usually all in Long Island at this point, right? <laughs> wait, the, oh, wait, the first one that comes up is for like, Kiss. But does it work? Professionally restored, gorgeous condition. I can't believe that. Oh, you should on talk there. to that must Scott. You should talk to Scott Romley from the uh, comedy oh, button. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. He does the shit out of that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's got a bunch of. He was store. hand restoring. I just noticed he was hand restoring one. Terminator Two, Space Invaders. Yeah, you can get all sorts of them. Could you if please you like you get Jeremy? Could you please you get the Street Fighter Two machine that we've all we've all been aching for? That's true. Could you do that? Please. I'll. I'll uh, that would no. be great. Here's the Simpsons Five Thousand. Yeah, the problem is nothing. There, there's not a real good space for it in here. Is the problem? Uh, we'll get rid of these. Uh, this vase of uh, willow okay. branches. We'll just put it right there. It'll be fine. In the couch, yeah. we'd have to pull that out. No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Pull the couches out. Put a couple in. That way you can charge the local kids to come in here to Craft, Jeremy's Arcade. Craft Brews. <laughs> Jeremy's Arcade. We're serving underage kids <laughs> since 2016. Stay out of the fridge, kids. <laughs> Not for you. But if, um Yeah, well, we'll uh, maybe we'll kickstart this because I'm not paying $5,000. I have records down there in the basement. I have an old coffee table. My, my mother, I guess, is at this point is like a prepper with the amount of Costco sized food she has in the basement. Yeah. I, or maybe she just put a dent in it because of Easter, you know, made shells and things like that. So I cooked a lot of stuff. Do you have a, does she have a kitchen in the basement? No. That's that's a true Italian thing. She's not kosher. The two kitchen system where they have the it's kitchen not, downstairs. It's not an old school. It's not an old school house. It was. It's a new house. It oh, wasn't. Okay. It wasn't built in like then. 
Yeah, I figured then then Staten Island houses would definitely have it. Oh yeah. With the with the pillar in the basement like we have right yeah. here. Which when you're a kid running around is so hazardous. Of course you're gonna <laughs> run and smack into that once it's well, you know you had the you had uh friends that had parents that put like little like you know, styrofoam or or just moldable things that you could put along that so you wouldn't smack your head into oh, it. Still it still hurts. It still hurts. It still hurts. No, I didn't have I didn't have friends like that. I guess that was a jersey we, thing. We ran firmly into them. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't hey, in New York the kids' parents they didn't care about the kids' heads they that toughen, much. They toughen them they toughen up. Them up. No, you know, in the suburbs they're like, watch out. No, that's funny, you know. Watch you go, out. You gotta put a little thing on there like the No you have tables that have those really sharp edges and they put those little round off things on them. Yeah. Like yeah, now in McCarran Park, you see other kids, like little kids, running around with like helmets on for no no good reason. They, really? they have them on, yeah. Okay, honey, you're going head. outside, but you got to wear a helmet. I'm not riding there, my bike, mom. It doesn't a, matter. Yeah, they're wearing they're wearing helmet. Anyway. Doesn't matter. There's a number of kids like that. Oh, kids, I don't want to be. What? Look at look at what's on top of your head. You got to protect that anyway from ridicule, <laughs> from ridicule, and also humidity because I'm sure it fluffs up. Yeah, I mean, that's the good thing about it's like I'm wearing a helmet in the summertime all the time. So I bang into shit like crazy. On purpose. Yeah, just to like be like, hey, look what I can do. Oh. Well, gents. Yeah. It's been a real, it's been a real pile of crap. Barn burner. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we got more to come. You guys have really sucked it. We have a really funny comedian coming up. His name is Mike Lawrence. You he's, guys are going to love him. He's got more beard than all three of us put together. Oh, <laughs> by far. We're going to talk far. about uh, some comic books, so stay tuned. Bye. And everybody I'm talking to lives there. What, what's so great about it? About Miss Park? It's cheap. When <laughs> when I was when it's I was a far. kid when it's I was cheap. a kid, my best friend lived on Cortelio. I remember that. Yeah, that's near where I am. That, this is a drivable place to live, right? Yeah. Is there how? Is there, I, there's a lot I, of there's a lot of garage driveways and garages over there, right? Big ass houses too. Are we gonna keep this NPR level of tone? Yeah. <laughs> we no, we don't like have this? to. We can speak we as loud even, or as short as you. No, uh, no, we just funny. We haven't like. even started recording yet. This is. This okay. is just this is just the warm up guy. I'm the warm up guy <laughs> for the podcast. The real Mike is. Don't gonna, let him fool you. He definitely speaks like this. The real Mike. No, the real very, Mike is going to come in. I just love the idea slow. that that like if they start hiring warm up comics to do podcasts. <laughs> 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 hey guys, thanks for listening. The yeah. real the real Mike is in the studio now. When they say stamps.com, you all cheer, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll know. I wanted to be the world's first cool down comic. Like I just go out and make people really sad, and then they'll <laughs> laugh at anything that happens. In real, yeah, that's that's literally how they booked WrestleMania last night. They made sure that every match had the most depressing outcome, so that you were supposed to cheer the guy they wanted you to cheer at the end, but people just hated him anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had been so you what? had been so manipulated at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you watch all of WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. All of WrestleMania. All five hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How, how's your liver and bladder? That's good. I pissed all over the show. There you go. <laughs> it, it didn't lose control. No. <laughs>
Oh, ma'am. Uh, What's wrong? I didn't charge up my uh, PS4 controller. I think it's okay. Uh, there's a brand we hate. Why? Fuck Sony. <laughs> yeah, but it's either Sony or Microsoft. What are you going to choose? Oh, they both fucking suck. Man. I like that I came in here and you guys were playing a soccer video game and I figured those two things would cancel themselves out. <laughs> one of the most fun things but and one of the least fun exactly. things. <laughs> Wait, which one is which? It's my life. Yeah. <laughs> video games are amazing. Soccer is boring. Oh. If you lose, do you uh, get to act out uh, the gangsters that kill the team? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a mini game? You should be able to unlock the. Uh, yeah. You should be able to unlock that stuff like yeah. Mortal Kombat. Like Mortal Is there, Kombat. Is there an unlockable two Escobars level? It's, it's, been, <laughs> it's been getting worse lately. Um, somebody like shot a player on the field recently. Really? Yeah. yeah somebody. Yeah, it's been getting worse. I didn't know how like Brazil survived when they lost to Germany, like eight to one. Oh man, like, I'm a Jew and I never saw people lose that badly to Germans. Like it was so right. embarrassing. <laughs> wow. And I figured like they and what was amazing was that the Brazilians like they weren't even mad at the Germans because they're like, no, you're like really great players. Like we're impressed by your skill. <laughs> they hated their own team. I'm surprised that they all weren't like dead immediately. There are a lot of Germans live emigres living in Brazil. Could be one of the explanations. Nah. Because of that thing that didn't happen between 1941. Exactly, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a lot of blonde, blue Well, you read design. one girl's diary and you think everything is true. <laughs> I feel... I feel that the match was, like, really, really painful. But yeah. you couldn't stop watching. No. <laughs> Like the Iraq War. <laughs> or this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Well. We started, right? Oh, yeah. When, <laughs> nice. when are we, we going? We, we, we like to do that. We like to yeah. surprise uh, oh, surprise fine. people. We've, we we lulled button. you into a false sense of security. And, uh, and now what? You're going to strip them naked? Well, no, we don't do that. It's that rain. wouldn't be an appropriate thing to do. It's raining Because out. you can't see it. Yeah. What's funny about that on the radio? It's just the shittiest version of Guess Who. Does <laughs> <laughs> the naked man have a dick that is smaller than his confidence? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is fun for me, guys. I fucking... I, I, I used to love Pete and Pete. I remember the first time I came to New York, my uncle was an actor... And he went on an audition, and Hardy Rawls was one of the other people auditioning. Nice. And that was the first celebrity I met. And when my uncle told me that he wasn't a billionaire, like I realized what show business was and decided <laughs> to do it anyway. Something else. <laughs> oh, oh, you did it anyway. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. I was like, yeah. he doesn't even just get the part? That's, <laughs> that's Peter Pete's dad. <laughs> wow. Well, he was also the Maytag man. Yeah. Was his, his bigger role in yeah. life was the Maytag man. Yeah. They, I've noticed that they kind of, the pendulum swings between a more sedentary Maytag man and a more virile Maytag man. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you'll notice every so often the, uh, the advertising firm changes and the, the man changes. It's going to be amazing when it's like 
they have the first black Maytag man. Like that's gonna be like what they teach on like February twenty seventh, the Black History Month. Like, <laughs> get that out of the this way. Was the, this was the the day the black Maytag man came to say hey. Now let's learn say about hey kid. Now let's learn about how Jaleel White made people realize that black people could be annoying nerds too. <laughs> He's a hero, and he had a. An alter ego, like it was super cool, extremely oh, smooth, extremely Stephane smooth. What I loved about that was like that just showed how attractive he thought he was with the glasses off, <laughs> but he just looked nerdier. Confident, hey, confidence is inside, right? Yeah. Take those foggy glasses off, you. What's what's hiding in behind there, Mike? What's hiding behind that? What's beard? amazing is like when you go back and watch all the Family Matters, you just realize it's about like. A good, hardworking cop who loves his daughter and is trying to keep this like rapey nerd away from her, and then he loses in the end. In the end, <laughs> like he just wants Laura. Laura clearly isn't consenting and doesn't want any part of it, and it's supposed to be charming and funny. But it's just wearing out down her resistance over a number of yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. It's very it must be very disheartening for Reggie Val Johnson. Yeah. I, I never really heard about family matters like that before. Oh, yeah. Makes a lot this of guy sense obviously now. wrote his thesis yeah. on Man. this. I could darken up any sitcom for you. <laughs> Mr. Feeney was definitely trying to fuck Corey. Like, that's that's totally a thing. Mm. What? I mean, look, he was he was his teacher in elementary school. Then he becomes, like, the principal when he goes to, like, middle school. And then he becomes the dean of the college that he's at. Like, the, the amount of ambition that he had to have just to follow this kid. To follow him the whole That's way. insane. And he lives next door to him. Uh. I can't leave you, Mr. Matthews. <laughs> I long for your touch. Yeah, this is creepy now. My VHS selections are... Pretty delicious at this. Hello, Mister Matthews. Is it me you're looking for? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't you think a lot of uh, Dan's interactions with adults in Pete and Pete were pretty creepy of the creepy type? Yeah, it is. It is interesting that no one ever thought Artie was a pedophile. I mean, he wasn't. Seriously, nothing yeah. happened. I know. It's no, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if, if you looked at that, I don't know if you could get away with that kind of adult-child interaction now on a show without people being, like, weird yeah, about really it. Yeah, really weird about it. Yeah, he's in, no, tight, he's just, he's in spandex, tights, his belly button's always showing when he lifts his arms. Do, like, autism awareness groups love Artie? But he also he also hung out right. with a lot of weird... <laughs> I mean, seriously. He, he hung out with a lot of weird adults. Yeah. This character, your, your character. Yeah. I mean, who's weirder than Inspector Iggy? 34, well, Iggy Pop? Nah. 34, that's my favorite episode. You like that Inspector one? 34, yeah. Because there's no, the only wrong way to eat chicken I'm, wings or, or, or uh, ribs is neatly. Yeah. Which is fail. It's a, it's a metaphor for life. Because I'm a big Simpson guy, too, and uh, I love the Frank Grimes episode. Oh, grimy. That's and, so great. They go together like, so right? they, they go together so their, perfectly. Wow, it, I never thought about that. It's just great that like in your childhood, watching like perfect people just do the right thing, realize that their whole lives have been a lie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But grimy, as he, li- as he liked to be called. Some people think that's the end of the show, like that that's the, the jump the shark. That's moment. the last episode? Really? Like in terms of like like what the show became afterwards, because like it's the episode where Homer was just like an unrepentant. He was asshole. the most, yeah. He was the most like one way he could be. But it's such a great episode. It is. Like even if it is that, it's like uh, it's almost worth it. <laughs> like, 
It's one of the best lines ever when uh, he goes, you went to outer space? You've and never outer- been? <laughs> You've never been? Oh, it's the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, who, who, what were the other weird adults? Fucking... He had all kinds of weird oh, adults that man. he hung well, out with. Well, the uh, uh, principal, uh, principal uh, Adam, Adam West. West. Yeah. yeah, it was like not a pedof- Yeah, definitely not a pedophile there no. at all. Um, was was he weird in real life? Of, uh, no, no, he was. I guess I was that super with, cool. He seems awesome. I, I have a picture of me at like twelve years old, and like we we told him to like put the devil, devil horns, up. horns up. Oh, that's fucking awesome! And it's a it's an awesome picture. And I, I can't, and I don't think he really has any idea what he's doing. I think, anyway. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he knows what he's doing. He and thought they were bad horn, yeah. bad ears. Yeah, he, might have, he might have thought they were bad ears. He's like, I have to copyright this gesture. Dude, I remember I watched like the E True Hollywood story of Adam West and like Burt Ward. You know, Robin is like talking about how like there was one time when they were like practicing, like, you know, going over lines together. And he's getting a blow. Adam West is getting a blowjob in the Batman suit. It's just the fucking greatest thing. Like that's like if you could capture 1966 in one photograph. It's just running lines in full costume. Yeah, that's the bat with that gun sticking out. out. That fucking little that little tum tum. That bat tum sticking out. Yes, that's good, old chum. That's creepy. Yeah. Well, there was none of that going on on Pete and Pete. I think he was past his prime yeah, yeah. at that point. 50, yeah. 50, years, 50 years later, the business has changed. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. What's going on there, Jeremy? Oh, hi. Well, spe- uh, I thought that was a pretty good segue to go into a uh, a little judging a book by its cover. And, oh. and oddly enough, there's a DC. Two DCs. Jeremy's the worst at segways. Well, I don't know. You had <laughs> Actually, two horrible ones. But Jeremy also looks segue. like he owns a Segway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, little do you know, he to get around it. this place. He rents it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's the saddest. <laughs> oh, we got to go to the bathroom. That was me getting on my Segway. Uh, no, we thought we'd, we'd play a little game here. We'd talk about some comic books since you're a big comic guy, right? Yeah. Are you? Yes, okay. he's wearing a flash T-shirt. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll start with the. Uh, we'll start for with the a, listen, a, a for flash the listener. Then. How about that? Mm. We're gonna judge a book by the cover. So you guys are just gonna look at the covers of these comic books, and then we're gonna try to write the story. What do you think about that? Okay, ready? Yeah. This is Flash, uh, number fifty-two. Right, this put is it, an old school. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. What put do you it, see? Put it right there. And for the these, listener, these are gonna be on the be uh, yeah. yeah on the old website. So if you wanna play along, you can feel free to do that. Mm. This is an issue of the Flash. And this is issue 52? Yeah, it's old school. This is issue 52. Really? What year is that? We're going to have to, uh, we're gonna have to go deep to look. It's 25 cents. No, it's not number 52. It's number 215. Yeah. It's 52 big pages. Oh, it's 52 big Jeremy. pages. Yeah. you got to look here Jeez. where it says Because number. I know the flash numbering, which was renumbered uh, like in the 50s, and I was like, there's no way that... That was an issue 52. Yeah, particularly because it's pages. 25 cents, yeah. too. Flash so you, didn't you start over too. until after Crisis on Infinite Earths in 1986. Really? Yeah. That's some deep track How many reboots right there? have there been since Crisis on Infinite Earths? Oh, man. Uh, with The Flash, there's been at least like four number ones, I think. Maybe three. Well, there's that. And then they, they relaunched it um, with uh, fucking Bart Allen. Then they relaunched it again with with Barry, and now they're relaunching it again. I think, I, I, yeah, there might be even one more. It's insane. It's the most ridiculous thing. 
They they new new fifty two. It didn't make a. Uh... Yeah, they keep relaunching the stuff because they think that new people will read. But when they got they a find, TV show now. Yeah, but when they find out it's like volume four or five of something, they still get lost and they don't want to be a part of it. Oh, and to go backwards. To- yeah, and I think it's also like people watch the movies and the TV shows and they're like, "I'm good. I don't need to read this shit." Right. And all you're doing is just losing the people. Oh, that you're cannibalizing your own it. audience. Yeah, totally. Wow. Oh, I mean, they sell way less copies than they ever have. You know, like the I death of Superman that. is was the death of the comic book industry, kind of because you you were able to fool people once, but then they're like, "Oh, this wasn't that good of a story," and he comes back. We're done. You know, they sold like <laughs> yeah. millions of copies, and then they never do that again. Like, I think the highest selling issues now are like a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand. That's crazy. Yeah, they plummeted. Yeah, and people say it's the most popular that it's ever been. I'm like, the comics aren't. The movies are. Well, this, um, being that you probably know all of these storylines, this might not work because you actually know. I don't know this one, um, but I, the, the reason, and there were lots of comics to pick from, but the reason that I liked this one is because I, I always love when they like talk on the cover. They don't, that's a thing they don't do right. at all anymore. Right. Um, but he says, uh, Flash, Flash is holding up Jay Garrick, who was the Golden Age Flash. And he says, you savage, why did you have to kill him to get at me? And I just want the villain to be like, yeah, that's why I did it. (laughs) It's the most basic. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. Like, What's the villain going to be like? You know what? Yeah, you're right. I could have just killed you. (laughs) So, but this makes it, you know, this makes it tougher for him. Wait, Barry, Barry is, Barry is clearly upset, right? Yeah. And he got his powers with a thing falling on him. He got his powers when like a bunch of chemicals shelf, got struck by lightning. A shelf full of chemicals yeah. struck by lightning fell onto him. How yeah. did Jay Garrick get his powers? I think it was like hard water or something. It's it's something it's really, always hard water. It's some always dumb golden age bullshit. Like <laughs> there's a there's a Marvel character who is like the the super speedster of like the Marvel golden age Quick, called the Wizard. Oh, the Wizard. Yeah, and his was that he was injected with mongoose blood <laughs> I think that's we like should try i think that. charlie sheen read that comic book yeah. and then he figured it out he's like but what's cooler than a mongoose you're either gonna get Tiger. really fast or aids <laughs> i think we should both go get mongoose we should open up a mongoose blood shots bar you know like the, the oh, hot, yeah you know like the new right. hot thing on the lower east side is bone broth i think mongoose blood what? will be the next is that a thing. thing for real yeah bone man. broth I, be- yeah. I, I believe it yeah i think mongoose blood Okay, we have uh, wheatgrass juice. We have some lemongrass, and, and we uh, have mongoose blood, <laughs> and we have bone broth. Is, and that, bone uh, legal? Is that legal? It and, tastes uh, so delicious. It allows you to forget that your parents haven't returned your text. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser! <laughs> oh, wow. They don't even care if I'm dead in this. You basement. bone broth drinking jabroni. You, bro- <laughs> you bone brother. I like that bone brother. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what makes our heroes heroes is that they have emotions. Because when you put them up against the villains, the villains have emotions too. But those emotions are typically like the seven deadly sins, like pride yeah. and gluttony and slothany and all yeah. of those other ones. And but these guys actually care about people, so that's how you can really. That's how you can get at them. Yeah, by killing people they love. <laughs> yeah, who came before them. Yeah, it's very relatable. Yeah, it's think. like it's like cancer. For me, 
And I'm pretty, I, I, I know that, you know, Jay Garrick was definitely around after this, like in, in another form, right? No, I mean, I, I don't, I wonder if he even lasts, like if he comes back in this issue that I mean, he it, dies it, in. It must be because it says it's death double, of an double. immortal. Yeah. So, you know, how, that's if a null, he's immortal, that's a nullity. That's, it doesn't make any sense, that's but it makes nullity. me want to read more of it, no, which is ha- why they probably put it on there. That can't happen. Yeah. So I think at the end there's a happy ending. I'm just gonna go with that. You know, it's usually I don't know. It looks like all the pages don't stick together. No. <laughs> oh boy, uh, they're bagged and boarded, Michael. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's no spotting or or foxing. <laughs> uh, look at the next one. Yeah, let's yeah. do the next one. This is uh, also a DC action comics. Number, number 391. There you go. They're going to be like action sense. comics, number, number 15 cents. <laughs> lay, lay it out over here. So the, uh, uh, the, uh, the bubbles are, Dad, why are you locked me in this lead glass booth? I'm sorry, son, but you've misused your superpowers, so I'm wiping them out forever with this gold kryptonite. And it's uh, titled The Punishment of Superman's Son. Mm. Which I didn't know he had a son. Well, you know. So, well, they did a lot news. of, uh, like... Alternate reality stories and stuff. That was a big. Wasn't thing. what if? Wasn't what if one of your well, favorite titles? Yeah, yeah that's that's that Marvel. A, yeah, and then later on DC, they would call them, uh, you know, Elseworlds. Yeah, Elseworlds. But these, those are the best. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Those are the best. I love that they pretend that they're not all imaginary stories. <laughs> <laughs> this one's, one's real, really but happened. this one's fake. Yeah, the other um, ones really happened. Yeah, I uh, this this one. This one's just fun because it's like Superman, like that pose that he has. He's like really just shrugging and sad. Like he looks like he can't fit under the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) He's yeah. There's a definite shrug. No, he's not. So that means that he's he's not flexing. Means he's locked his son in the basement. Yeah, he's not flexing on his own son. He's more like this hurts you more. This hurts me more than it hurts you. I would love to But there's gold kryptonite. kryptonite. What's the deal with that? It still hurts me more emotionally than it does you losing all your powers. I would love if like those are our heroes. They care. The thing is, once he shows. Him the gold kryptonite, he's lost the powers, but instead he just puts him in this fucking case. He puts his son in a case. I would love if it just turned out that the son was gay and Superman was like, Maybe the gold kryptonite will fix you, boy. That's the type of stuff that was uh, recently uh, declared illegal that uh, reversion therapy. Yeah, it should be. It's horrible. Gosh, poor Superboy. I wonder what kind of what did he do to misuse his powers? How if you already uh, don't kind of like vaginas, uh, seeing one isn't going to change your mind. <laughs> it's just going to seal the deal. You know what? That's what's written on page two of this. It's, it's funny that you said that. I can't believe you knew that. This was pre-code, obviously. <laughs> what I would want to read in this is the uh, the letters pages because. Uh, back back in the day, uh, Mort Weisinger was the uh, editor, and he was just like super surly with like kids who would and respond. his response. Yeah, yeah, he was like a real prick about it. And I remember They're very terse. So he was originally feeding the trolls. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the ultimate troll. And um, I remember I was working at Laguardia at like four in the morning, and. I was reading a comic like on my break, and this guy came up to me, and it was Mort Weisinger's son, and he was so bitter about like how his father hadn't been remembered as much as he should have, and the legacy that he built, and like, and then I went home and read about Weisinger, and apparently he was just like the biggest asshole ever, <laughs> and the son wasn't that great of a person either. I don't know why my dad's not getting more notice. Yeah. Carry my luggage for yeah. me. 
tell him about my father. <laughs> so why do you have Lee? Why do you have me locked in this lead glass? Yeah, tube? I would like to know what Superboy did. What? How did he misuse his powers? Was I know. He using, you know. I don't know. I actually want to read this. Yeah. It's it's it is intriguing. I mean, that is the thing about these two covers, you know, because there is a story, it makes you want to see what's inside, and now they never do that. It's all just poses. Why do they do that? Do you think it's just because they think that is the, a better way of, I think, of grabbing people's attention? Yeah, I think this it's This is that, too ADD, like no, there's gets, too much stuff it gets in the way of the art. It gets in the way of the art. Well, I think oh. that's, that's oh. some of it, but... but telling a story it makes art more artful i think but like what it but the problem is is that now it's like this theory that everyone's comic is someone's first comic and you want it to just look like a boring first issue every time but it it just uh, does nothing to it's like there was a period of spider-man in like the mid-2000s where every cover was just him web swinging and you had no idea what the story was well what what else would he do he's He's the web slinger. He would like, but well, we have what a Spider-Man cover, and yeah, what do you it expect him? To? Tells you what happens in the story, and it's amazing. I wouldn't have been able to get as many comic books as I had if they were all the same like that. Like that was part it's of boring. like the fun of like going through and like looking at the cover to see. And when oh, you, I want this, yeah. And when you look through issue by issue and stuff, and 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 it's also uh, the big thing they do is they often don't have the guy who draws the book inside drawing the cover, which really hurts the artist inside a lot of times because he's not as good and you know you buy it you're like oh man i bet the art in this is awesome and then it's garbage compared to like the cover that someone spent you know a long time on it's also another money grab with the variant cover oh all that people people buying this you know multiple copies i realize i have two copies of the same uh i think it's heroes for hire or something over there it's the same thing, but different covers? Yeah. No, it's not Heroes Prime. It's something else. But do they do that today? Do different people do the cover and the uh, the inside art? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did it back then sometimes. Like, they would have, like, like one or two house guys, like John Romita Jr., but do a lot of them and stuff. But um, it was, like, more consistent with, like, an in-house style. And now it's, like... It's just a complete night and day difference. Like, all of the Punisher comics that Garth Ennis wrote uh, had this one guy, Tim Bradstreet, do the covers. And the covers rarely ever had anything to do with the story. And Tim Bradstreet only ever did the covers. When, you know, if you have a guy you, you who's... Feel, you feel deceived. Well, it's not only that, but when you have a guy who's drawing the book for 30 issues, he should get some shine, too. Yeah, that makes that's, that's uh, fair for the yeah. for the listener. <laughs> yeah. For the listener, shine is when uh, you get some notoriety. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't know because thanks I for clarifying. I, I, I don't know. I yeah, I just, some respect. Yeah, that was it. Sweet. So are we are we uh, presuming that young Superman? We, we never did figure out. He what does he not did. get I mean, any he shine. Some, he, he does not get any with shine. His, with, it should be based on the period. Too. Something adolescent. He's he's. You know, peering at girls. Is that a sixties? No, yeah, but no. his mom also probably died when he was born. That's you true. Know. Hey, Ma, the the it was scene a, in Mallrats. This is yeah. something. This is something. It was, I an, it was an S section. <laughs> <laughs> this is something. I this is something I wondered about out. earlier. Could it could Superman successfully spank his own son? Would he feel anything, or would the spanking itself like shoot him away? No, well, superheroes like, like Dragon Ball hurt Z. Each other. But I'm saying like Dragon Ball Z, how they like knock each other through mountain after mountain after mountain. Yeah, 
I think oh. if he wanted to just give like a, a stern pat on the butt, he could. And that would hurt. And that would hurt the kid. Yeah. Well, you. Uh, I the heard kid that has it just a super causes ass. the kid has a super ass. Though. Just when that happens, it's going to be a bunch of earthquakes. You know. Yeah. In India, is usually every time that happens, I blame it on Superman spanking Superboy. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, really that's what happens. Yeah, because it's it's. What are you going to do with all that yeah, force? Whatever. Yeah, they don't read comics, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going by Zack Snyder rules here. If we don't see them on screen, we don't have to care about. Doesn't them. happen. <laughs> they it should never, all die. It never happened. Yeah, that movie is fucking horrible. Oh man, I haven't seen it. It's right. really bad. Okay. Batman kills lots of people. Stop. He shoots them. Stop with the weird voice. Stop. He shoots them. Stop it. I don't want to know. No. Uh, are we closing the book on action comics? Yeah. All right, here's the next. This one's going to be a little different. This is uh, We're moving to Marvel, and this is Ghost Rider, number this 15. Says, and I figure we should have one that is no uh, story or anything, just a picture of Ghost Rider. This is my fave. And this just is your the, favorite one? I mean, this is my sole contribution to the, uh, to the pick so far. Does that glow in the dark? We're going to find out. No. no. It would... Uh, it would say. I'm not sure he got the glow in the dark version. Yeah. It would say on the cover, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. So that's Nicolas Cage. Uh. <laughs> what he draws too? That's awesome. That is sick. <laughs> that's sick that he got to do the cover and the inside of the. Mm-hmm. That's a classic Ghost Rider for you. Mm. Uh, He's just flaming on. I think you can. I think when you're a comic book head, you can tell what era the comic book is from by how much it costs. Well, that's a huge thing. The lettering, even even the insignia of the yeah, the Marvel. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Yeah, because Marvel's logo has changed since then. DC's logo has changed a bunch of times. You you can you can tell by a ton of things. Those this are, is early '90s. Yeah. This is early '90s. They don't even put like, uh, you know, yeah, the way that covers look now look nothing like this. How so? There's there's talking. Um. Well. One thing that they do now that I do like is they often do have the credits on the front. So you you know who you're getting. Right. Well, maybe it was just Tex who drew this and he didn't do the rest of the comic. Yeah, he was working at the time on this, though. I think Mark Texiera. Is Mark Teixeira? Yeah. My least favorite Yankee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They all? Your least favorite Yankee? Yeah, that's true. I hate them all equally. I wish Ghost Rider would just ride around the infield, like killing them well, all. Well, maybe that's what this episode's about. <laughs> this uh, this copy. You know, this I copy? think so. No, 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 well, no. Not Let me Yankees tell you. Hat, so Let me tell you. Well, it's a punk rock advertisement, is what it is. He's got you. the chains and spikes. Yeah, but he had the greatest superpower ever. The vengeance stare. The penance stare. Yeah, what it is is when he looks in your eyes. You're judged by. No, you feel all of the pain you inflicted on others. Other, pe- other people? Mike, you're wearing the same jacket as Ghost Rider. Yeah. Me? Is it, is it? Other Mike. Yeah. Mackie, Tex. Oh, now Mike Chang. is busted inside, which Chang. is... I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but it's grain, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Sort That's of, fine. We're, sort we're, of we're working with it. No, I want to see the date. What is the date? July 1991. Nice. Nice. I was nine years old. So what's happening inside since you're peaking? A lot of booms. Has the show already started then? <laughs> the show? <laughs> the shorts? The yeah. show had started. The show oh, wow. had, had... Yeah, we were doing We the... started in 89. Oh, wow. Right? I think. 89. Yeah. Actually... So I've, I've known him since best... he was 11 years old yes. when I was seven. And actually, yeah, one of my finest remo- or memories of 1991 is 
running lines with Dan Tamborelli while he gets a blowjob in the, <laughs> in the, in the lumberjack hat. And, it's just, and I'm like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to remember, you, trying to concentrate I wasn't confident, on the line. I wasn't confident about the size of my penis, though. Do you guys have the nicest fans? I can't imagine them being terrible. Like I bet they're cool people. Yeah, they're all pretty chill. They're all very nice. It's mm. a it's a certain kind of person, you know. He's yeah. try, he's trying to say on the autism spectrum, but there's a lot of but nice, there is a I lot mean, of nice I'm people. Sure, yeah. Dude, I think there there is some. That's what he, that's what he ha- said. And that's you might have said. to be with Artie. I didn't even yeah. put that the two together. Or yeah. pedof- or pedophile. Right, because you no, were he's not a, no, 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 no. No, he wasn't. I'm no. just saying that like no. people would see if that. If he was now. a pedophile, he wouldn't have left. Yeah, Ooh. or or he does, was a pedophile and he had to leave because someone was going to tell. Yeah, that, that 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 literally like, you know, I was four when my parents divorced, but when he left you, Mike, that, give me your hand. <laughs> I think it does glow in the dark. You feel I think that? It does yeah. You feel that? Yeah, I think it does. I thought you guys were sharing a moment. Honestly. No, my parents. My thought- parents divorced when I was twelve, but I feel you. I totally feel you. Yeah. Was that weird to be like acting on a show with a married family while your real family fell apart? Um. No, because like the the family was so weird. Yeah. You know what I mean. The real the the regular, whichever one was the real family was so weird. Yeah. The one that I portrayed was weird. Was normal. But weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. How many people with petunia tattoos have you met? Oh, so many. God. And they all think they're the only one. Yeah, and I have to I have to let him down easy. Yeah, like, oh, no, he it's crazy, huh? No, he doesn't. I don't I actually have like a couple pictures on my phone and be like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Check out this one. Yeah. And, like one particular in particular. Yeah, there's that's gorgeous. Like a there's perfect, gorgeous ones. Perfect. Yeah, there's jailhouse ones and there's ones in between. Yeah, that's true. The jailhouse ones are pretty cool though too. I did this last week. <laughs> Still scabby. <laughs> I knew that the next sentence that was going to come out of his mouth was "It's still scabby." <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time too. I that's knew, that's I, a phrase. That's I use that phrase regularly. I knew he was going to say it's it's still scabby. <laughs> well, that, but it's clearing up. It's clearing up. I'll just say that. Well, we can not, move on. Nothing's clearing up. You going to go on to the next comic? I don't. Yes, because I don't think we. We had a good backstory for that one. So th- this well, no, one, no, I, we could go in the closet and look and see if this goes in the dark. I think yeah. maybe that'll be our photo op at the end. Uh, all right, here's, right, the, here's look, the next He's producing one. on the spot like that. So, he doesn't uh, say much, but when he does... Nah. This, this one's a beaut. This is Marvel, uh, yes, The is. Amazing Spider-Man, number 33, February. The greatest is, comic book of all time. And I can't believe that. Mike, uh, it really is. This is the final chapter. This has Spider-Man in, a, in a, the, the, the grips of some sort of sewage grate. I don't know what it is, Mike. Um, so that... Or is that the arms of... Uh, what's his face? Well, it's not uh, Doc. It's not Doc he does battle Doctor Octopus um, in this. This is uh, issues thirty-one through thirty-three are considered like the pinnacle of Marvel comics. Uh, Steve Ditko, who I think is you know he's the first Spider-Man artist. I still think he's the best. Uh, just brilliant. Um, there's like a six to eight page sequence in this comic where this heavy piece of machinery is on top of him, and he lifts it and rises above all. And it's fucking beautiful, and I'm almost crying now talking about it. Wow, that's how emotional that comic <laughs> book is. Um, it, uh, but this introduces uh, this is when he first goes to college. What it is is he needs some serum to cure Aunt May, who's dying because she's really sick, and you know he fights the Master Planner, who turns out to be Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Uh, you know, knocks him out and pushes this large piece of machinery on him. 
and he has to lift the machinery. He fights all of like the master planner's goons and, you know, prevails. And it's fucking beautiful. It is, it is everything that comic books should be and uh, everything that uh, they weren't in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's yeah. really scathing. That is, that it's is perfection right there. the box office, though, right? Like, it's doing really well, which baffles Yeah, and Donald me. Trump is going to get the That's Republican true. nomination. Yeah. Don't well, trust people sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You're a Ditko guy or a Kirby guy? I'm a Ditko guy. Nice. I think Kirby's fucking great I can too. See a Kirby, I can find like a, I can see a Kirby face from across the room. Oh yeah, you know, like the the broad. Yeah, the broad. Features. He drew the ugliest women ever. You didn't they were like all the, just pug ugly monsters. You didn't like the way he drew. Oh them. God, no. <laughs> they. You look at them and you understand why they called women broads. <laughs> wow. Funny enough, that's a word Mike used to use a lot. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I, I gave it up. Curbed it. He <laughs> gave it up. You you switched it for floozies? No, I just tried. <laughs> I names? haven't watched. I haven't watched Goodfellas this year, and yeah. <laughs> I watched Goodfellas with like a really like Italian like friend of mine who you know was like his favorite movie, and he got so furious when I made fun of like how bad of an actress Martin Scorsese's mom is, <laughs> and he's like, "That's his fucking mother. <laughs> She's special." What's what's this? What what? You know what? He you should know, probably. She's not very good. He should cast. She's not no. very good. He should right. cast her as the woman who painted over the the Jesus fresco in the church in Spain. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yeah. Did she like try to repair it? And, and then, it just looked like the goofiest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what she did to that movie. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Ouch. You never. You got to make fun you of my told. mom. The hoof. The hoof. The hoof. He also oh. showed me. Uh, Solo contento. He he showed me The Godfather, which I'd never seen, and when uh, when uh, Marlon Brando like falls in the fields of oranges at the end, I just went. <laughs> and it's you didn't find that funny either. Did he you? laughed. Oh. That broke him. I was so proud. Because <laughs> until then, he we was on edge. Yeah, it was tough. Like he made me spaghetti to watch The Godfather. <laughs> A little mood what music, a, huh? What a dumb wop. Oh, hey, that's my boy. favorite racial slur. Hey, I, bo- I, yeah. bo- I I'm boiled... A Mick, we're both Mick Wops. I, yeah. I boiled some potatoes so we can watch The Quiet Man together. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I can't think... I don't, I don't know how that would translate to all the other cuisines and exploitation genres. Officially, we're out of comic. I mean, we're not, but those are the ones we're going to talk about. But I, I feel like it's a disservice if we don't, we don't talk about this one, which is... The Marvel Comics Howard the Duck, with where he's interacting with several well-known Marvel Universe people. That's a great book. But I feel like there was different Mar- Howard the Duck ones too, right? This this, this is was, the original. This, this is, is this is Steve Gerber and Gene Colan. This is Howard the Duck. Uh, number yeah, this 10. is considered a part of like you know the Howard the Duck run. Um, Gerber's the guy who created him. The uh, I'm a Gerber baby. That's the name that I give his fans. <laughs> I'm also a burn victim. That's uh. if you like John Byrne, but realize he's a terrible person. Uh, um. He, he usually has a cigar. There's the cigar. Yeah, I see he's the got cigar. a cigar. I yeah. see the sure. cigar. Which once again wouldn't happen now. No, no, du- ducks are not allowed to smoke cigars in anything. <laughs> they they Marvel banned all smoking. And it's funny because really? Wolverine can still like cut the hearts of like a hundred ninjas, but he can't have a victory stogie afterwards. 
Gosh, this someone's got to really get in there with that comic book code. Is that new? I know. Is what that if, a new? That's uh, in the. That's like within the last ten years. Oh, what wow. if he? So, what if he uses? I mean, so Nick Fury's not allowed to have one. Kingpin. Then. Kingpin, Kingpin Pin. always had like that uh, stick yeah. with the cigar, which I loved. Uh, I work on like uh, network TV too, and they won't. They're maybe done, Donald they Trump is right. Any, any sort yeah. of smoking. Son of a bitch. I mean, I think Donald Trump is winning because of like the PC backlash. Like, if you call people racist enough, they just stop caring about it. I'm like, all right, so I guess I am, and now I'm gonna be as much as I want to be. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Wow. We, we have, have to hope we up. outnumber those people. Yep. Wow. And fight to the death. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, okay. What would yeah. you, what for would, this, 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 it's okay. We could challenge them to a soccer game so they yeah. fall asleep. I mean, I'm going to be really upset if there aren't at least assassination attempts. Attempts. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if, if Donald Trump was a comic book with just the whole thing, the GOP race, <laughs> and he comes out and he wins at the end of the comic book, do you burn it? Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, I feel like you just have to. I'd like, I'd like to believe that. I'm sorry, what was the question? I know. The question you, was just if you'd burn. I mean, I guess you would all burn a, a Donald Trump comic book, but I'm just saying, like, maybe at the end of the series. I just want to buy it. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, why are we buying this? I don't get the whole burning books thing if you purchase them. If you steal them and burn them, then that's okay. But if you buy them, then it's like you, you bought it. Yeah, why would you do that? Because it's very hard to burn change. Yeah. It's really hard to burn change, it takes a lot of heat. <laughs> to melt them down. So instead, you just burn the paper. No? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll it, go back to my hole, guys. It Sorry. Looks, it looks like you've been, <laughs> Sorry. It looks like you've been I've burning been, the I've paper. I've alienated the, the <laughs> You've been burning the paper at birth, both ends there, Dan. Oh, is that, a, is that a... What's that <laughs> supposed to Is that a fat joke? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so infuriating these days. I don't know, man. You have like a nice juggalo's physique. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah, like a freshly, a freshly. I don't put the paint laundered. on until five thirty, though. Yeah. Play that as a little kid. You wore a jacket, and now your body just is one. It's nice. <laughs> it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to wear jackets. It could be forty degrees outside. It's fine with me. You're fine, right? Yeah, insulation, bro. I guess this is an advantage, but I do get him paper it's, towel tank tops in it's the summer. O- it's only an advantage in like colder climates. It's not an advantage. In yeah, July. you should travel. You New should, York City. You should travel <laughs> seasonally. It's certainly not, not an advantage. You should travel seasonally, like to the latitudes that suit you. <laughs> I'm, like doing, you just, I'm doing the opposite of whatever the geese are doing. You do. <laughs> They're flying south. I'm going north. You just grew up to be fat cop, like. That's, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, wow. ske- a sketch that reminds us of a simpler time where cops were known for more than just killing kids yeah, and getting away with just it. No, they were They're just known for being. For Eating donuts and yeah. being fat. Yeah, what a fun time. That's true. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I can make people remember that. Officer Fat Fuck. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have a badge though. If I had a badge, yeah. I'd really take fat cop to the next level. Do you I have- do have an uncle who is a fat cop, a fat NYPD cop. Yeah. So that's it. I, na- I base some. I base him? some of my actions off of him. Are you gonna name him? Don't. No, I'm not gonna name him. That's good. 
We don't name names. We don't name names here. I'm saying because how many times have you seen good? I'm gonna go up to every fat. I'm gonna go up to every fat cop in New York City now. He's retired. Are you related to Danny? Are you related to Danny? He's retired. He has a different last name. I'm going. I'm gonna go to Tamborelli is a fat name. You don't want a thin Tamborelli. No, that's true. A thin Tamborelli. That's a real metaphor for something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you a picture of my father. I paid two hundred. You can see there's seventy five pounds for each syllable. I like it. <laughs> it's worth, it's worth it, and it was worth every oh, penny. No, no, I'm like, I'm like a good sixty pounds shy of that. Okay, yeah. So you got something, the, to, you got something to hold up your end of the bargain. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll gotta fill into it still. I'm like two forty five now, and I like, I'm just like a big like tall guy, but like I am. I, I talk about being fat on stage, and people don't realize just how like fat I am. Mm. I think well, fat's a feeling too. It is. It's also it's, you've got also you've a, got a, it's sweet also a state beard, of mind. Yeah. And that sweet beard does a lot to, you know, cover yeah. up stuff that I don't have a sweet <laughs> beard. <laughs> so I get this like these chin pubes here to try <laughs> to hide what's going on, but mm. nobody's I mean, I'm not fooling anybody. Yeah, for the list for the listener, they only serve to draw attention to the pack of Franks that occupies yeah. the bottom of Danny's chin. Wait, it's not a pack of Franks. Hey, it's just like you don't dollars. think I wish I could tell people I was a drummer and they'd automatically believe me. <laughs> 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 Look at my van. <laughs> Look, I have a van. I always figured the drummer was always fat because they're just the one who's like, I just want to sit down the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but they work a lot. Oh, they work a lot. Yeah, but that's that's the funny thing about them. They have small arms and legs, but they have a huge gut. Yeah. I think you're kind of... I mean, I'm generalizing, yeah, for think, sure. I think, yeah. But you think, about, okay think about guys like Vinnie Paul from Pantera. It's good because four out of five fat drummers have petunia tattoos. So <laughs> you're doing all right. <laughs> They're all the ones. That's true. Score. It's true, but they're all in different places. A couple of them are, yeah. you know, back tattoos. They 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 nicknamed their dicks Smiley Strange. <laughs> <laughs> when it cocks the side, it is Smiley Strange. <laughs> Fanfic, curved dick. Oh yeah, oh, God. yeah. We're we're waiting on all this really uh, sexual fan fiction, Pete and Pete stuff. Has there been a lot? No, but we're waiting for it. Yeah, we're, we're still you know, waiting. <laughs> any moment, a, any moment now, there will be a Twitter with a with no, a, a Tumblr that pops up. No, you think if it hasn't happened by now, it's not going to happen. But I mean, you're children, but so he that's doesn't. Good. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope. I mean, I know there's some weirdo pervs out there. Yeah, but like with the adult characters, maybe like My- Michael Stipe's like ice cream salesman, like him and you know. Uh, Mr. Him. Tasty and Ellen? Uh, yeah? Ugh. Uh, Was she... No. No. <laughs> She's too young. You know. I'm, I'm shutting down this whole conversation. Yeah. Oh, shut speaking, down. Yeah, speaking of segments. And the last thing fan fiction people want is suggestions. <laughs> They're like, I'm leaving <laughs> the tapestry here. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want. <laughs> That's true. I don't need guidelines. Well, give them to us. <laughs> we, got, we got some weird pictures of... Uh, us as like uh, Japanimation characters that oh, popped cool. up in the last week or two. Did you see those? No. Are you off of Twitter yet? No. Not He's yet. weaning himself off of the Twitter. Not yet. Um, social media thing. Has anyone ever said like like watching you guys was like the last happy moment of their life? <laughs> how many times like when Some, they compliment you, people, you just yeah, realize like, how uh, sad they sad. are? Yeah, it yeah. happens. I've watched every episode 20 times. Oh, this is about you. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me anymore. <laughs> it, could, it could be about all three of us. Yeah. 
in certain situations. <laughs> what if it's not about you and they were just there for the adventures of? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out with the live show how many people come to the live show. What's what's the live show? Oh yeah, May twenty first. We're doing a, the NYC Pod Fest. And where's oh, that? Awesome. Ga- where's that going to be? It's going to be at the Cake Shop. Wow, look at this guy. He's at what time? Pulling plugs. Uh, eight o'clock. I, no, I can't remember. I thought I knew it was. Some, I knew it was somewhere downtown, but I, I remember, remember you're going to have to have even less energy in front of a live audience. <laughs> oh man, you should hear him in front of a live audience. Oh, I, I fade into the curtains. I got cur- <laughs> I got curtains on curtains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Wizard of Oz. He's he's the wizard. I think I ordered a burger. I think Cosby and, plays your monologues. <laughs> what to to calm people down? <laughs> I uh, his his cool down is just Mike talking. I actually I actually was the inventor of the cool down slice, which yeah. is after you go out for dinner on you know you you're walking around Greenpoint, and then when you're on the way back home, you pass Carmine's, which is now closed, but. You could still maybe fit another slice in there until you have a cool down slice before you go back home. And there. I've taken and it, it to another level. It's just walking up, down the street with the warm see. up slice. No, you just you know you're in a mood. It's a nice day. You're hungry. You go get one slice. You keep walking. You know there's another place a couple blocks down. You go on your little pizza tour, and the, each one is a cool down slice. You get like three blocks, and you're tired. From walking, you get another cooldown slice. Yeah, I don't. Then I you think, keep going. Yeah, if you're tired from walking, I think it's time to call nine one one. <laughs> hey man, you can walk a lot. It could be like at least a mile down the road. Yeah, but at that point it's downhill and you're still having trouble. It's time to call nine one one. Get the oxygen. I have I have that uh life alert. You the bracelet? Necklace. No, it's a necklace. Oh it's a necklace. Do you really? <laughs> it wouldn't be- <laughs> I'd believe that. I'm just- wouldn't you want to have that at all times? It's just like an extra it doesn't why does it have to be for old people? It could be for anybody. Just you wear the pendant. That sounds you like spend the money. That sounds like an argu- This sounds like an argument for never toilet training your kids. It's just, just, inv- just was, investing in depends. I was one of one of those commercials just to be the woman to be like, I'm falling and I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> My I'm husband s- said I was wrong. <laughs> what now? Oh, well, if the husband's there, then obviously he could call nine one one. He's bowling. <laughs> No, he just dropped her and then went bowling. No. <laughs> he physically just dropped her. That's all. No, because you would, in the cutaway, you would see his feet leaving or the, the bathroom door swinging, swinging. shut. <laughs> there would be too much. There would be a giveaway. There would be some sort of uh, indicator that somebody else was there and not caring. All I'm saying, guys, if like something's happening on the street, you, you can talk to someone and hear them right before you get robbed. <laughs> it's just like, give me your money. Life alert. Bam. And... You know, you're Hello. lying on the ground. Hello, can you be of assistance? Yeah, I just got robbed. Hello, OnStar. It looks like you're <laughs> yeah, not inside. Your it looks like OnStar. you're not inside a car. It looks like you're lying down in the middle of the street. <laughs> can I connect you with somebody? <laughs> is is OnStar still a thing? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I remember sure. they had those commercials and Booger from Revenge of the Nerds played the Joker. <laughs> right. He must have been like, just- "Hey guys, I got the part of the Joker." In an OnStar commercial. <laughs> That's okay. He'd probably be happy. Yeah. Hey, Mark Hamill does the voice of the Joker a lot. Yeah, the what's, best voice of the Joker. I'm saying, what's up with that? He's amazing at it. They're doing the killing joke now. I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't care. Tell I noticed that they're doing the killing joke. Yeah, now. tell original stories. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's what really, about Batman in year one? Don't you think that's what's going to come next? That already did a couple years ago. What? Yeah. And? Michael. 
Uh, well, uh, Benjamin McKenzie uh, from the OC yeah. voiced Batman, yeah. and uh, oh, Brian Cranston. Oh, was animated. Yeah, Brian Cranston. Did. Oh no, I meant a, I meant the live action. Oh no, I meant the, but the animated ones. Okay, well, you were talking about Mark Hamill doing. Yeah, animated. So that's why I brought so up cartoons. It's, it made perfect sense. <laughs> AKA the dad. I understand where you were going. <laughs> AKA the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Among other things. Yeah. Oh, he was also the dentist on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and he voiced two Power Rangers in season one. Which which two? Uh, not but, but two monsters. I don't remember which ones, but not Pine Octopus, which was my favorite. He was a uh, half pineapple, half octopus. What? Yeah, I missed. I I wasn't. I didn't catch. Huge get blind on, spot. I didn't get on the Power Rangers train. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. It just. I know it's like in the right age. Maybe I was just like a year or two too old. But if you like, pass it by, you can't go back. No, it's. Uh, and we're probably me. We're, and you're way, probably the we're same we're, age. Yeah. <laughs> 33? Yeah, 34. Yeah. There's no way. See, there's that no one way. year. <laughs> there, it does. The it's portal like, is closed. <laughs> there's no way. I was too into Voltron as a kid, and I didn't like it. That I thought it was a total rip on Voltron. Too organic. Well, I mean, that's just where my headspace was at at 11 or 12. I was like, this is like Voltron. Fuck I was, that. I was He-Man, then Ninja Turtles, then Superheroes. Than nothing else ever since. <laughs> it seems to have served you well. Not a GI, yeah. not a GI Joe guy. No, because like, I twisted my snake eyes until he came apart. It was oh, I did that a few times too with the rubbery yeah. legs and shit. Yeah. Well, the problem was like no one ever died. It was supposed to be like you know like the battlefield and like the parachute thing. You know the robots were the only ones that survived. I mean, the only ones that were killed. Like, I always imagine, like, so many, like... Casualties. Well, so many people probably signed up for, you know, the service because of G.I. Joe and then realized realized, that that bullets will kill you. That's what I hate about those video game commercials like that, too. Like, when they're all like, this is a perfect day. Like, you read, and they're, like, happily shooting people and nobody ever dies nobody ever dies in any any of those commercials ever no shooting at everybody yeah Hmm. it's it's a misrepresentation oh not like the a-team well it's amazing well that was also fucking amazing (laughs) the a-team probably shot more rounds than any other tv show ever most rounds expended with zero deaths well i always loved like like when you watch like like, if you're watching TV with a bunch of friends who know nothing about, like, video games, and there'll be, like, a trailer for a video game, and, like, the first 10 seconds look legitimately cool, but there's some kind of cheapness in it that already lets you know that it's a video game trailer. <laughs> like, what's this for? And it's like, you hear one of the same five Canadian voice actors that's in every fucking video game. You're like, Aww. no, it's a video game. It's nothing real. Don't have to worry. Not to see here. Oh, like it's not a cool movie or a tra- yeah. a trailer for something. Yeah, because like, oh man, that I want to see that, and then the second that oh, is, I gotta play that to see that. Yeah, oh, that's gonna take uh, seventy like, hours. Yeah. you have to sword people in the neck. Yep, to hear them say that phrase, you have to unlock the ability to sword people in the neck. And it was a it was a simpler time back in the day when you just got to listen to. Duke Nukem say, I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your neck. Yeah. <laughs> Did he do that? Yeah, fuck yeah. Imagine there was like old video games weren't, you know, like some of them were good, but a lot of them weren't good and they knew that so they just made them hard. <laughs> yeah. 
Like when we we you we can't he's give you about a Zach, He's talking about Zaxxon. Yeah. He's talking about Zaxxon. Was that like that? Zaxxon? That 3D, it was like one of the first 3D, oh, yeah. 3D games. It was impossibly hard to fly over the wall. Mm-hmm. I, brought, I brought it up before. If you've listened to the show, you'll know that this is an, I don't. an unending uh, obsession uh, <laughs> of mine. I, I I didn't realize it either. I, I must have. Have you ever? I must have glazed over the fact. Have you ever <laughs> over gone twenty three episodes? <laughs> I never heard you say Saxon before. Have you but ever I could gone? Be wrong. Have you ever gone Saxon, Sax off? <laughs> There's a first time for everything. Yeah, go for it. Right now. <laughs> Go for it, Zaxxon, Zaxxaw. That's fun, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, 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 sounded so emotionally no, draining. No, I could do it again. I could do it again. No, I could do it again. Happy time. Do it in a happy way. Oh fuck you! Just one. Zaxxon, Zaxxaw. That's nice. How's that? That's How about good. do it in an informative way now? Uh, Zaxxon, Zaxxaw. <laughs> you must have been an actor. No, I watch a lot of infomercials though. What's your favorite infomercial? Currently? Yeah. The Ninja. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Ninja Blender. It's like, <laughs> we, for, for breakfast, I had a blender smoothie. We put another blender inside this blender and blended it up. And <laughs> Be careful because there's glass particles and, and plastic in it. But the ninja chops them so fine that they won't even hurt you and you can digest them. <laughs> yeah. I like the protector. It's the it's the little uh, way you can hold your shotgun on the side of your bed. <laughs> just in case. Just come, pull up, come, you just pull the shotgun up. Those are some of the free, greatest commercials. Comes with a free Toby Keith CD. What, <laughs> channel, what channel are you watching that shows a protector commercial? I bet that's History Channel. I mean, it could be, his, it like could it, be right? History Channel. I could be on tour with the band in the Midwest. I'm not sure. They're attempting to wall off that demographic. Dude, one of my favorite shows, uh, is it's so bad, but it's like hilarious, is Top Shot. It was like it, it was like a sniper show on History Channel, judged by Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, <laughs> was Gina Davis doing some arching on that? No, but it's <laughs> it's like the most manly. Like it's just like like twelve like military dudes, and it's all these like competition, you know, c- competition shit. But then they make them say like the regular reality show stuff. Like I'm not here to make friends, but none of them have the least bit of charisma because they've all watched people die in front of their eyes. <laughs> so it's- so they're reciting. So they're reciting lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really would not like to go home today, but you know, I have seen the end before, and it is not pretty. <laughs> like, it's just the, it's the grimmest. And then, like, so they'll do these Be- challenges where they have to shoot stuff. It's like you know they have to shoot like ten like pickle jars from like you know two hundred thousand yards or whatever, and then they'll show like the pickle jar exploding in slow motion. Slow-mo. Everybody loves that <laughs> slow mo. Do they run from station to station with the guns in their hands, which I always find weird? It's, you think you're talking? You think that's American, that's that's American gladiators? I think. Which I love the no, salt. They that was my have, favorite thing. They definitely oh, don't man. have guns. Well, not guns, guns. They had yeah. they had tennis ball guns. No, but I feel like I watched that before, and they they like go from like. I think we should all have to do biathlon. Place to place. I think that's I think skiing it. and shooting are the two most important things you should be able to do. Biathlon. I, I've skied once in my life. Have shot guns twice in my life. There you go. So you that you did a biathlon. I've never you done did it. 1.5 biathlons. Never shot uh, a gun? 
No, I, I, I've I, never I, shot a gun. I'm really anti-gun. I've never shot a gun, and I've never, and I have skied like once or twice. You know who has shot a gun? Uh, Batman in Batman. Even though his parents were murdered by them, he still fires them and kills people. It's he, weird. He still wears a you pearl are, necklace. You just become. You become. Even you know, though his your mom pants. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Batman. Poor Batman. I I proposed to my wife after Ben Affleck was announced as Batman because because <laughs> you thought I, it was over. I thought that was like Batman saying to me, "You can leave now. <laughs> <laughs> go, go face the real world, <laughs> and when it hurts you, I'll be back." <laughs> so did the did the voice going down not do anything for you? Oh, the modulated the modulation, voice? The modulation Ben Affleck voice. Oh, it was bad. He wasn't terrible, like, but the whole movie was, and he's now played two murderous superheroes. Like, he threw a guy in front of a train in Daredevil, and then he like shoots people in Batman. And um, come on, that's not the real reason you don't respect him. The real reason you don't respect him is things like the town. <laughs> the town was okay. So then, so then it wasn't the town. It wasn't the town. It, 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 it was, was. It was this movie now. It wasn't. It wasn't him uh, playing a Latino person in Argo, despite looking nothing like a Latino. It wasn't Geely. <laughs> no, he's, he plays a character named Tony Mendez in the Best Picture winner of like 2012, I think, or um, 2013. Yeah. Argo? Yeah. Maybe they you've just, heard of it? They just forget to change those names, though. When they send the script around, those names are... Those well, names- it's because it's based on a true story. Like, oh, it, yeah. That was the real person that he's playing. Well, then that's probably good because the real person probably is in danger. They show the guy at the end of the movie. Like, they show, like, the actor next to, like, what the person looked like. And the real guy just looks like Luis Guzman. Oh. He just wanted to own and a you nightclub. Know what? And he was busy. Guzman was busy. And that's why they took out. <laughs> I'm sure he got it done. He just lost an audition to Hardy Rawls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're going to get there. We'll get there. Mike, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, I uh, have my own podcast, Nerd of Mouth, um, and that airs on the Cave Comedy Radio Network. I have an upcoming Comedy Central Snapchat series called You're Wrong, where I shit on your pop culture opinions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be fun. And then uh, I was a writer on the newest season of Inside uh, Amy Schumer. And that uh, premieres on Comedy Central April 21st. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks yeah. for coming over here, man. Yeah, that was really fun, guys. And everyone should read Amazing Spider-Man issue 33. 33. It is the greatest issue of all time. <clears throat> we will... Uh... We we'll will, be giving uh, those away. We'll be, giving yes. that we'll one be collecting away. them. Yeah, and that's that's Anyone my pop. That's my fun. pops has like about a hundred of the original. So everybody go to his uh, dad's garage. Yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> Show up. First appearance of Punisher. Got it. That, that's that a humble is, brag. That's Amazing Spider-Man number 129. 129. Yep. Written by Gary Conway and drawn by Cocaine. Wow. Oh, I wish I could be as good. But I got to look up. At anything. I let gotta, alone yeah, comics. Just at anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, thanks so much for hanging out. It's been fun. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. So there you have it. As we close the door on this adventure, we remember the lessons we've learned. Danny hated a brand, and its name was... Arby's! Giuseppe, my ass! Mike Lawrence almost shed a tear, staring at Amazing Spider-Man number 33. And Superman spanking Superboy would hurt.
and possibly cause earthquakes in India. But most of all, remember that your fake TV brothers are here for you and will always have your backs, adventure after adventure. The Adventures of Danny and Mike stars Danny Tamborelli and Michael C. Morona. The show is produced by Jeremy Balin and Marianne Ways. This podcast is part of the Feral Audio Podcasting Collective and can be found on their website at feralaudio.com. For more information on the guys, visit our website at dannyandmike.com. Also, look us up on Twitter at Danny and Mike with the and spelled out and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the adventures of Danny and Mike. Thanks for listening. Music.